0: hello welcome to our first episode of sex drugs and relationship lab we are so happy to have you guys listening to us through the airwaves today um we are so so appreciative so um before we begin and even introduce ourselves we kind of just want to give you an understanding of the flow of how our episodes are going to work out so basically we're going to have reason for the season So what is the one thing we're doing this season that's like really making us feel good? The second part we're going to go into is our topic of the week. We're going to talk about it. We might argue, we might discuss, we might educate, all those different pieces in there. Then we're going to go to the prevention powwow, where we share a preventative tip for sex, drugs, and relationships. And hopefully you walk away with something that you can share and tag us in on Instagram at Project Star Wellness um so yeah so I guess we'll introduce ourselves so I'm Leia. I'm a therapist for STAR and um I like educating the folks so that's why I'm here and I'll have Janae introduce herself apparently thanks for introducing me a little early but I'm Janae
1: And I'm with Project Starts. Well, I am one of the case managers and outreach workers that is on this grant um, that we have. And I enjoy doing what I do um, because we're able to pretty much help those in the community, educate, um, promote, um, yeah, all that good stuff. So I guess we're gonna go ahead and start our session. So one of the topics that i've noticed a lot of people have been talking about is talking dating and situationships so that's what we're going to be talking about today and what talking is what dating is situationships and relationships
0: you want to input something so um what situationships and um relationships i think it's important to define what is what does those things mean okay so, I'm going to start with the talking stage. So, the Urban Dictionary says, Talking
1: is when two people are not exclusive with each other, nor have soon established what they are as a couple. So, more of like texting, talking on the phone, trying to develop some type of friendship Um, that usually doesn't go no further than talking. You're just talking. So Yeah.
0: Talking gets and it's messy. so funny how it feels like a recent <clears throat> phenomenon. Like I know for me, I'll never forget the first time I learned about talking. I was like having lunch with a good friend of mine, and she was she's from Chicago. Shout out Lauren! And um we're sitting there talking about guys and stuff, and she was like, "Oh, something, something talking." Like we say that in Chicago, and I'm like, "Are y'all dating?" She's like well no like talking's a new thing now and I'm like and she broke it down in a similar fashion kind of getting to know each other that's what right. it sounds like so it's, it seems like
1: you're developing more of a friendship yeah um, in those but not unquote, a friendship talking, in the talking stage but I honestly feel like it's a not even a waste of time yeah but I think um it can cause a lot of confusion because like most people take talking as if oh we're exclusive um everybody's perception and definition of things are different so even when guys were like oh i just want to chill so what is your definition of chill like are we just
0: Ooh, Netflix? Can you, re- can you repeat that one, one right. more time
1: everybody so said, you said you want to chill but what is your definition of chill is it like you have to define it right so is it netflix netflix and chill or are we just you know hanging out or are we hunching chilling <laughs> <laughs> it's so um, important So you kind of have to like define what you're talking is. Talking to somebody, maybe, oh, we're dating, we're exclusive. So that's where the confusion can come in that because you're telling your friends, oh, I'm talking to this guy. We've been hanging out. We've been doing all these things. The relationship has, you know, expanded from just us just texting. Okay. And he's like, well, no, we're just talking. We're just having a good time. I just really don't want to explore nothing else outside of our talking stage so you have to kind of really define what it what exactly it is that you're wanting so you can have a better understanding where you're going if mm-hmm. that makes sense
0: hmm And then part of me thinks if we're not talking are we gonna get left behind? Mm. um I want left behind in what way? Left behind in the times, you know. Um, to talk or not to talk. To, to We had a great date. We together. I or mean, we had a great date. But and, that's, that's where
1: the confusion comes in at. Because people are not effectively communicating. Like yeah. somewhere down the line, you have to effectively communicate what it is that you want. Um, so, yes, we're hanging out. Yes, we're talking. But we got to move on to some point. Now, if you don't see yourself being with me. Or if you don't see yourself developing um, into a different, how can I put it? See yourself developing into uh, other stages of our relationship to where we eventually start dating or have a committed relationship. Then we don't need to be, be together. You don't have an idea of what it is that you want. So I don't think, yes, talking is good. Yes, getting to know, having a foundation, a friendship to start out your foundation for your relationship is extremely important. But if you're not establishing exactly what it is that you want in the beginning, if you're saying, hey, I just want to be friends with no strings attached, then that need to be it. That's your situation boundaries need to be set. If it's, I just want to have a relationship, I want to build up to have a relationship, I'm looking for something more, then that's what you need to let that other person know so they won't waste your time and you don't waste your time. And sometimes people make it very clear that I don't want a relationship. I just want to be friends. And sometimes we change the dynamics of that friendship because we're expecting something more from that individual when that person already decided to... Not want to be in a relationship and just want to be friends.
0: I think um, it's important to contextualize this conversation, too, in some numbers and data. So what are currently millennials? And with Project Star, to put in a little thing, we work with people that are 18 to 29 in that population in Jacksonville, Florida, um, that are looking just for resources, resources to um, reduce, you know, smoking, drinking, risky sexual behaviors and improved mental health. So we thought... What does the current data say about millennials and situationships and talking and singleness? So right now, due to a Gallup Pew poll, it's been showed that 59% of millennials are single. And right now we have all time highs of um, loneliness, anxiety, as well as all time lows of marriage rates in the United States, which is very interesting. Scientist has attributed it to um, burnout. Interesting, like a, a, a social, mental burnout. Um, we give everything to work. We give everything to our friendships. And the rela- relationship is the last thing on the plate. It's often disposable. Um, if I don't like you, I can swipe away. Um, is often lack of accountability. Um, I can ghost you at any moment, any time. talk about this ghosting. And ghosting's horrible. I, I'm not a big fan of ghosting. But many of us have ghosted. And I think what also happens in this part, I want y'all to take notes. I want y'all to write us. I want the hate mail. I'm going to say it. Do millennials have performative commitment anxiety? Mm. Right? Are we afraid of heartbreak? Are we afraid of embarrassment? Are we afraid of ghosting so much? that we don't need a commitment, therefore we don't need a timeline. Mm.
1: So going back to this talking thing, do you feel like the talking stage is an avenue where people don't have to hold themselves accountable to be in a committed relationship?
0: I think it can be good and bad. I am a therapist. I'm trained to see many angles of things. Um, I think it goes back to what you want and your personal needs, Um, don't go with the culture if it just really doesn't align with what you want and go with the culture if it does align with what you want. I think, um, commitment takes time and I think we have honeymoon periods, right? So Mm -hmm. psychologically, it's been agreed that it takes at least six months for people's kind of relational mass to fall off right so usually they say the first three to two years of relationship could be honeymoon so y'all even if you pass the six month mark you can still be in honeymoon right. my early right. couples out there but after the six months you you're like oh that person sleeps funny they chew their food weird you're now getting your like you have your pro list now you are getting the con list right so it takes six months to get there and maybe talking is just a, a way of Getting there and not putting all our eggs in one basket before we even know what the egg hatches into. Right. And I can
1: agree with that. Like, the talking stage is great, you know, getting to know somebody. So, are you saying – because this question came up in Facebook, you know – Talking to someone, are you going to be loyal to that person? Are are you being committed to that person? And I think we really need to define what talking is. Um, because you don't necessarily, to me, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. This is not no science or, you know, I honestly feel that you don't have to be committed to that person if you're just talking to them. Because there there's no establishment mm-hmm. um, of if you're going to be dating, you're just trying to get to know that person. And there's other people out there and if dude want to friend zone you, if girl want to friend zone you, then hey, friend zone them and you keep it moving. Um and if something happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. But you're absolutely correct. Even from me being married, um just getting still getting to know my husband, still you know, understanding the things that um Kind of like bothers me, <laughs> you know, when it comes to him or if something bothers him and understanding his body language when he's frustrated or if he's happy, if he's sad and stuff like that. So she's absolutely correct. The first three years, um, even up to six months, you're still learning a person. So, yes, the talking stage can be great. But how long should we be talking? Yeah. And should is a strong
0: should is a rule, you know, so I always tell people watch out with our shoulds. And I think it just kind of goes back to your own personal timeline, your own personal needs. And just being honest, Um, a little tool that I have that I want you to think about is how do I want to spend my time, energy and intention on relationships? I'm gonna repeat that. How do I want to spend my time, energy and attention on relationships, right? So if I want low time, low energy, low attention, the talking stage can go on pretty long, right? Because I'm not really requiring too much. I am I get my needs filled from other different buckets. It's communicated. But if some of those things are a bit higher, I would encourage you to look at the talking stage a little differently and, you know, kind of communicate about it. With relationships, there's no perfect formula.
1: There is no perfect formula for relationships because everybody grow we all um evolve Mm -hmm. you know so things change people change um time change so you definitely have to kind of like evolve with the time evolve with you know um you as an individual as well because you may be picking up some things when it comes down to what you like and what you don't like it could be things that you like in the past, you know, and then now you're like noticing, OK, I don't really like this too much or you used to like doing something that you don't really like doing now. So, you know, that can really help with knowing what you want in a relationship, how you're going to spend time and energy in your relationships that you want um, and just write down a list of things. Now, let me say write down a list of things that you like or that you will expect in a relationship But let's be realistic about the things that we want to set and the things that we're expecting in relationships because there is no perfect person. Now, we all, you know, want somebody. Some people don't want to be in relationships, which is perfectly fine. But we all have that ideal person that we want to be with. And sometimes we set the standards so high and to the extreme that when we meet somebody who is a good guy and who could actually or girl that could actually Boost you up in a relationship that we sometimes miss the mark or we miss that person, we friend zone them, and that could
0: have been a perfect person for us. Now, they may not have been perfect, yeah. I think in that, too, it just reminds me two things dating is discovery, right? You should not, if you are dating and um, you're just so focus on the other person and with honesty we're we're romantic you know you love love you are just daydreaming about them you're thinking nothing you're so excited you got a smile on your face all the time you gotta think about yourself what am i liking what is this person teaching me about myself um wow i'm eating lobster now i never ate lobster before that makes me really happy really interview yourself and get curious and discover yourself also while dating someone else and i think the other piece that's really important is what is negotiable and what is non-negotiable Right. Right. So Chewing that. loudly. That's negotiable. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Chewing <laughs> loudly,
0: um for me dis- being like disrespectful like to waiters or to older people, like I older people I mean, and kids. Course, that's, my not, ne- that's not that's not that's not negotiable. But some of my friends it's not. Some of them is not. So no. is cheating negotiable or
1: non-negotiable? Depends on the person. Depends on the person as far as what, though. Like, it
0: depends on the person. I think it depends on the person, depends on context, you know. Yeah, um, cheating a year in, two years in, 20 years in, um, it's different, you know what I mean? So, it depends. And there's so many different types of cheating, right? Are we right. talking about cheating money? You know what I mean? Like financial infidelity is real. So explain like, that.
1: Explain financial infidelity. Financial
0: infidelity. Um, I hope no one's mad for me using this some example. Um, having a friend, like a friend that parents were divorced, were getting a divorce, and the dad used up his whole, used up like all the child's like college money, everything. And the mom put, that was her money. Oh, yeah, so all no, no, on, that's, that's
1: disrespectful. That's, yeah, that's
0: that's yeah, that's, that's beyond non-negotiable. Yeah, that's
1: kind of like, yeah. And that's real. Yeah, that's real. That's that's some
0: um, emotional, stuff. right? Yeah. So like you had a full on conversation, you had, you know, and now we have to just negotiate those things. Right. Um, we're just in different times. You know, I don't slam talking. I don't slam hooking up. I don't slam casual dating. I don't even slam casual, you know, relationships. It's a very personal thing. And I think there's no there's no one way, you know what I mean. I've met people that, like I said they knew they knew early and they just worked out for them, and people that needed a lot of time and that worked out for them so um I think those those pieces are huge, but thinking about you know what is negotiable, what is non negotiable
1: um I think that um Sometimes we, it's okay to put up a wall um, and not necessarily putting, putting up a wall because you don't trust an individual, um, but guarding your heart in a way where you're not um, guarding your heart and being wise in the decisions that you make can really help you in dating you know, and being mindful, paying attention to rag flags, things that you, things that we often notice, but sometimes we let go under the rug mm-hmm. um, just due to the fact that. Um, we want love, we love, love, we love relationships. We, we, we want that companionship. Mm-hmm. We want to have somebody that we can go to and talk to outside of our friends. So just guarding our hearts and being able to communicate exactly what it is that we want, um, in a healthy way. So there isn't any confusion. So that it, so it can be less heartbreak. Um, going back to the whole talking thing, um, talking, it's okay to to build that relationship up. However, you just need to establish exactly what it is that you want. Um, Leah said it best to use an example as ships, you know, ships travel, um, ships go places and relationships are like ships, you know, they evolve, things change, they go, they come and go, people come and go Mm -hmm. and you have to establish in your relationship, um, Okay, right now we're talking, but at some point, I want to be in a committed relationship. I want to have a friendship, but I want to be in a committed relationship. At some point, we're in a committed relationship. Now I want to be in a marriage. So you have to establish those things along the line and let people, let them know, hey, this is what I want and set those boundaries. You know, let them know these are my hard no's. These are things that I'm not going to tolerate. These are things that, you know, I expect from you and I feel as if, this is what I want. And you need to, they, they need to establish the same thing, things that they expect in their relationships. And if you guys can't come to a common ground or if you guys feel like you can't work it out because it's just too much, then leave each other alone and go to move on.
0: I think um, you make really good points. I think the only thing I was thinking of was, we also have to take time into account. You know, like I, I feel so different Last year, me to me now. Me two years ago to me now. Um, and you hope that you get a partner that evolves with you. Right. You hope you get that person that's like, man, 28, 29 you. She's a little rough around the edges, but I can rock with it. I can right. go with it, you know? And I think we change so much, you know? And I think sometimes, like, there's these questions about what do you want and then what you want and communicating it. It's like all a growth process, mm-hmm. you know, because I think what we want changes. And I had yeah, I, wrote down. I can this, agree. I can agree. I wrote down this that. question. Things change. Things change. What makes you feel safe? What makes you feel connected? And I feel stupid because I'm like that question changes too, but right. there are there should be there should be some things that right. This right. makes me feel safe. This makes me feel. So what makes you feel safe and what
1: makes you feel connected?
0: This is an educational <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but for me, what makes me feel safe and what makes me feel connected. Oh, I'm going to be blushing. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I would say um I would say feeling cherished, right? Right? Um feeling appreciated, someone that remembers the small things. Right, right. Um and respect. You yes, know what I mean? Definitely. Like disagree with me, but don't react to me. Right, you right. know what I mean. Um, disagreements don't have to be big, crazy, big crazy things, things. So right. I think, yeah,
1: yeah, I think mine and
0: generosity. That um, I oh, my- <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think
1: mine. Um, and I'm just gonna go based off my love language. Mm-hmm. Um, that time, spending time, the quality time. Um, mm-hmm. I found out that I definitely, um words of affirmation that is Mm a thing for me like being encouraged um you know sometimes you need to hear that encouragement to help you um you know to build up your little self esteem and stuff not little I'm gonna just say your self esteem because our self esteem is important Mm -hmm. um so I don't want to say little and belittle our Mm -hmm. self esteem um Mm -hmm. but our self esteem um I'm I'm really not too much on gift giving something that I learned I'm Mm -hmm. not I don't gifts really doesn't um doesn't really intrigue me like that Yeah. Um, but definitely words of affirmation quality time and physical touch awesome so, I'm gonna steal Janae's you.
0: that's your homework <laughs> that's your tool so I want you to do what she just did the question was what makes you feel safe and connected look up your love language and answer that question I love how you did that Right. you know and I'm asking I'm gonna push you a little bit more how would you have been if you had if the younger you knew that
1: oh man it would have been totally different because i wouldn't i probably would have not allowed certain things Mm -hmm. to um transpire in certain relationships even for myself i would have loved myself a whole lot more than what i did self-love i would have loved myself because if if her if
0: her thing you said quality time right quality time as a young woman going out by yourself Right, right. Well taking yourself up for a, cooking yourself a nice meal to some Beyonce, you know? Yep. But we are never taught those rituals of honoring the self, honoring right, the right. the the self. And I think that's so important. Even like with words of affirmation, I like to write. So um Oh just and she's a good writer and a poet.
1: <laughs> just encouraging myself to, you know, do better. Just affirming myself, hey Janae, you're beautiful, you're smart, these things that we often look from Um, to get from other people we can definitely do um, for ourselves so I believe that if I would have known what my love language um, was at an early age and sometimes I think that we know we just don't know how to express it or we didn't know how to express it in a way and Mm -hmm. I feel if I would have known I probably would have done a lot of things um, a lot more differently, handled situations differently Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes down to relationships friends, family Mm -hmm. um, I would have handled things differently Um, so yeah I think i would have done i definitely would have loved myself
0: more mm-hmm. yeah and, to, and i think to love ourselves we myself also more. need the foundation oh 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 no <laughs> oh no i think that was all gone your phone died yeah <laughs> that was good i really hope, I it, know. I hope it did oh, I too it um oh wait. yeah <laughs> you could if you um log in but um I was gonna say yeah for the foundation of love we need good relationships and I do think even with this topic like talking situationships we also need friendships and we also need family and we also need community you know because I was listening to this other podcast and the girl was like her friends are kind of the mean friends and my friends like that too my friends, and I don't mind it, like, because I'm like that. We're just protective. The mean friends. We're protective. We're protective. We want the best for our friends. Right. We will, you know what I mean? If somebody's new to the group and we're meeting them, we're going to be like, so what are your intentions? You know, we're going mean, we go to think. And don't I you think, think that's so bit, you know? It's a bit much. It's a bit right, much. But right. I think that a good quote that I thought of that she said was, Of course, we think of our loved ones as, like, oh, my God, there's too much pressure. Mm -hmm. Like, be private. But it's also accountability, right? Okay. So I think in me being protective and your brother being protective, it's love. It's like, I I know you can do good. I know you can, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you're not that person at at 3 a.m., at 2 a.m., you know what I mean? So it's a balance. But I do think community is so important, and I don't think relationships take... I think friendships are super important. Families, relationships, other relationships are important too. I can agree. I'm just, um, the whole protective thing. Um, I know you said what
1: makes us feel protected and connected. Yeah. And that can definitely, um, just feeling that, um, feeling the protection from your significant other, family, whatever, um, can definitely make you feel secure you know that's the sense of security Mm -hmm. um from your friends and family so
0: i'm trying to go on instagram yeah that one's really big and like i said we keep reiterating there's no perfect answer uh be safe you know definitely do you but be safe you know if you are going to be talking if you are going to be having casual relationships situations situations that's, what, that, that's too. what i
1: call it i call it the. and let's talk about a little bit about situationships because yeah. um that can be that can be tricky you know especially when feelings and stuff start getting involved and um coming from someone who's been in a situationship before yeah and as many of us yeah you know, like people um, i'm so
0: sorry to interrupt real quick but um angel um from the professor sex uh she's awesome she taught me that monogamy is technically one person for your whole lifetime so yeah. if you have been with more than one person you're not monogamous so um, it's interesting, but yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. So when it comes down to situationships, you just want to make sure you're always keeping yourself safe.
1: Um, you know, being honest with the person that you're you're dating, um, because pretty much that's what you're doing dating dating multiple people. Um, and somebody question had a question um, if we're talking or dating, whatever you want to call it. Um. Why do I have to be loyal You don't have to be loyal to that individual However, honesty is important Like you have to talk to that person When it comes down to your sexual health Like all of that is important Like what you do with that person While y'all together That's between you and them Now what y'all do outside of that bedroom Or what y'all do outside of your You know, situationship Then that's between you and other people. But when it comes to your sexual health, you always wanna be honest about whether you're gonna use condoms, if you're gonna use PrEP. PrEP, if you don't know what PrEP is, PrEP is an antiretroviral medication that can build up your immune system to protect you from HIV. And these are things that most people do not talk about when it comes down to dating and situationships Because they think they're okay. Sexual
0: health negotiation. Yes,
1: sexual health negotiation. You definitely want to talk about your sexual health when it comes to these to to situationships. If you want to go get tested, let that be a a time where, hey, you know, I want to go get tested. Let this be a date night. We can go get tested together. Then after we go get tested, we can go to the movies, like things like that. You just want to make it innovative and sexy. Even using condoms, Um, ladies. Males, whatever, you got internal
0: condoms. You can yep. definitely, for Project ladies. Star, we, <laughs> we always, always have, have condoms. Right, always. We have dental dams, Everything. we have lube we have so much sexual resources we are on pearl plaza yes 5206 north pearl street 5206 north pearl (laughs) street Street. jacksonville florida zip
1: code 32206 so if you ever need any condoms if you ever need to get tested for hiv and hep c because we also test for hep c as well these are things that we do um, to help protect you as well help protect your sexual health and don't base your sexual health on somebody else's sexual health because when they tell you oh i just got tested like three months ago Ago, you don't know who they had sex with within that time frame of you getting tested or them getting tested. So you always want to just make sure it's your responsibility to take care of your sexual health. So when that time do come, you and your significant other or your little situationship, you know, y'all can have a fun, healthy sex life because you guys are being honest with each other. Definitely.
0: Definitely. Um, I think you hit so many points also protect yourself boundary-wise emotions 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 um you know if you're still early in the talking phase if um all those things are still going on you know just think about emotional things like in terms of inviting that person to hang out with your friends inviting that person to family events um going to couple events together just thinking about all those things you know um thinking about what you can emotionally handle i think that piece is really big um because we those lines get blurred sometimes i don't know the password Yes, so
1: being um just being around other people, just being in a in, in a community where people are not judgmental. I think sometimes we as humans can be very judgmental. Let's not yuck each other's yum. Yeah. Meaning that oh, what what I do in the bedroom, what I do outside of the bedroom, just because I like it and you don't like it, doesn't mean you know, um that's just that's just that. Like I'm not gonna yuck your yum, you're not gonna yuck my yum. Um, but overall you just wanna be honest um about your sexual health. You know, it's a lot of people that don't get tested because they're afraid what their results are gonna be. Um, but it's it's places where you can definitely go get tested for free. It's no excuse to not know your status at all. We can think it on yours and save the video. Mm-hmm. Um you can definitely Sorry, y'all. We're trying to get our little technical stuff. Technical. uh, Situated over here. We got a little technical difficulties. Yeah. But we're getting it together. But know that there's
0: resources, too. Um, We'll probably put some in the uh, description box below. But there's lots of resources. Um, Reach out to community. Um, And, you know, just consider yourself. Consider the past. Listen to your intuition. A lot of times you feel it. You feel it there's there's a a feeling, you know. Um listen to that intuition, listen to that gut. I think those things are easy really easy to kind of kind of go by the wayside um sometimes and that can be kind of stressful. Um, so I think another thing too um and before this is before we're going to go to our, our final piece. Um I really wish we had somebody. I mean, we're going to try and get some guests on these shows, too, because I think it would be great to have. And if y'all, y'all have some it. feedback, definitely let us know yes. what you guys think.
1: Definitely let us know. Because this could be part one.
0: We could do part two another time, too.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, and we could have some other people on so we can talk about our situationships, talking, relationships, yeah. dating, you know, all these things that a lot of millennials deal with. You know, yeah. your statistics show that – you know we kind of some lonely folks yeah. <laughs> you know and we're definitely. not looking towards marriage we're not looking towards those things um we're definitely putting other things before relationships and yes.
0: You know, and I saw this article when I was researching for this episode that millennials are having sex or just too poor to date. And I was like, oh, shoot. that's that's deep. That's deep. That's, that's deep. Definitely deep. Um, and I think, too, another thing I want to stress is our podcast strives to be inclusive. We are LGBTQIA. Um, we are trying to we try to be as inclusive as possible um and we do want diverse uh voices and perspectives and we don't want this conversation to be just about uh sexual majority but sexual minorities and thinking about all those other factors as well um and you know we as cisgender heteronormative women um cannot speak to you know um, experiences of the lgbtq community right, 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 right. Um, but um, what we can do is definitely try to be inclusive, think about the statistics um, and think about the narratives and people that are doing good things in that time. Um, I think when I think about LGBTQ voices and perspectives, um, I think about Janet Mock, that's an identified uh, trans woman And um, she talks a lot about relationship building and pleasure um, in LGBTQ dating and marriage and she's married, you know. So I think those narratives are important. And, um, you know, people get a really there's a really negative stereotype that LGBTQIA identifying persons, they hook up or they have no it's like they have this really negative promiscuity uh, stereotype that is so not true. And also super problematic and warped in horrible, horrible, horrible um, narratives and beliefs. Mm -hmm. But I think that knowing that this reaches everyone, you know, straight, gay, lesbian, you know, uh, all kinds of different um, backgrounds. You know, we love is hard. (laughs) It's so hard. Relationships are hard. No one teaches us how to do it. Right.
1: No one teaches us. How to do relationships. Yeah.
0: So I think this would be a really awesome drum roll time to go to our last segment called Prevention powwow. Wow. Okay. We're going to have a little, um, little, uh, got to insert little sound effects. Like, drums, like sound pop effects. Pop effects. Right, prevention powwow. Right, right, right. So, what are our preventative tips for, in terms of our topic for, um, I'm gonna put it on you because i looks weird. What are our preventative <laughs> tips for uh sex, drugs, and relationships? Okay, sex. Um, I know I stated earlier that
1: with um sex, we always just want to make sure we are honest about our sexual health with our partners. Getting tested. Um, it's okay to use condoms, and there are different types of condoms. You have lambskin if you are allergic to latex condoms. There, but with like, with the lambskin condoms, they do not protect you from STDs. They only protect you from pregnancy. So if that's what you're just looking to, you know, protect yourself from from getting pregnant. And you're allergic. You can use that, or you can also use the internal condoms. So internal condoms, ladies, you can keep in your vagina. For up to eight hours, <laughs> so you can keep the the internal condoms in for eight hours and prepare yourself for later on, you know, to get hot and heavy, that will definitely help. And then you also have your regular latex condoms and you know, protect yourself, get tested every three to six months in the state of Florida. STD rates are on the rise. They are extremely high. So HIV high rates are no extremely reason. high, and we definitely just want to make sure that we are protecting ourselves by taking preventative measures from HIV, STDs, and teen pregnancy or pregnancy period. And what else? I think that's good for this for the sex preventative the, the preventative tip. Yeah. Oh drugs just say no <laughs> no I'm joking um you definitely um I don't know I don't even know what to say yeah I have one part. for drugs okay you have one um, my friend has one for drugs yeah I got oh yeah sex we part. got a
0: comment <laughs> yes Mr. Gemini hey hey Sean thanks so much for watching Woo-hoo. awesome so um for drugs right Um, expressing your needs versus expressing resentment, right? So oftentimes we use drugs, we, um, even people, high key, low key. Mm -hmm. Um, and we use them to express our resentment versus our needs, right? So when we're expressing our resentment, we say, you never, you always, um, no one never wants to hang out with me. So let me go smoke. No one ever wants to do this. Let me go drink, you know, but expressing our needs, right? I need closeness right now. I need food, right? I need sleep. Right, right? right, So with drugs, you know, um, and we believe in harm reduction. You know, it's a perfect world. You can cancel out everything and, you know, call it a day. Okay. Yeah. So in a perfect world, you can cancel out everything and call it a day. But we believe in harm reduction. So if you go from 10 drinks to 9, 10 drinks to 5, that's still progress. And, you know, just looking at your needs. What do you need in this moment versus what, what do you using to express kind of a resentment in this moment. So I think that can be a helpful piece. Um, and I think the drug one, you know, uh, share this piece with friends and family. We're in quarantine right now, quarantine 2020. Never forget. And a lot of people are using substances. It's, it's, it's increasing, you know, we have access to it. Um, I know people that have their, as quote the young people say, plugs delivering to them right (laughs) like uber eats you know so don't think because it's quarantine it's going down it's actually definitely going up and um the need is not to judge or to condemn or to you know be super negative but to be a resource and show alternatives you know um people do things to satisfy their needs and until there's a a viable alternative the action just kind of continues in the cycle ultimately continues so right. um i think there are just some important pieces to to take into play
1: I just want to add on to what Lee was saying about the substance um use and there being an increase in substance use um during this quarantine process, and a lot of people are dealing with anxiety, depression going through this quarantine and I just want to notate that Project star we do offer. Um services for those who are seeking treatment and recovery that's what star means and we're health we're here to help with um those who are needing assistance with reduction of substance use, whether it be alcohol drinking. Alcohol, smoking, popping pills, all of those things. That's what we're here for. Lee is one of our therapists here. We also have two other therapists, Melicia, who is our supervisor, Victoria, um, who is also one of the therapists, and I am a case manager. Ashton is also a case manager here. So if you are needing any type of service, whether it be for um, just job hunting, resume building, substance use reduction, therapy, all of our services are free because we're federally federally. Funded through SAMHSA, and we are just here to help. We want to get these services out to people who are really in need. Um, right now, our age group that we are targeting is between eighteen to twenty-nine. So, if you're really needing some type of help um, with the use of substance reduction, we we are here. Um, so, I just wanted to add that on to what Lee was saying earlier about the substance use, um, because there has been an increase in substance use. There has been an increase in um with people who are dealing with depression and increase with people dealing with anxiety and we want to be able to help those who are in need um of those services. So if you if if you or if you know someone who is dealing um with with these things that are between the age of 18 and 29, you can definitely um, hit us up on our social media project Unders- Project Star underscore Wellness on Instagram, and then we have Project Star underscore Wellness on Facebook. You can also hit us up at etp squad dot com, um, and you can locate us on there. And um, just know that that we're here. Um, and I know we did want to talk about things that we're doing in quarantine. Um, kind of what we're doing to. Um, keep us focused. One of the things that I've been doing is exercising. So exercising has definitely been a help because being in quarantine, we can eat, eat, eat and um, sleep, sleep, sleep. And i definitely been getting some exercising in um, just to help stay fit, stay healthy, drinking lots of water, at least going outside. We, we may not be able to go too far, but just going outside and just doing a quick 30-minute walk and, you know, getting some fresh air can definitely help with this quarantine and um, doing things, doing other things that, that you possibly never done before, writing, um, just reading a good book, um, painting, a lot of things that will help with stress reduction um, and, and can increase some your your serotonin levels to be a little bit more happy. Do you want to add anything, Leah? So um, this will conclude our podcast. And please, this is our first podcast um, with Project Star. So um, hopefully as we go further on into our other shows. We will definitely have other people. It will get better. And we appreciate your patience, especially dealing with that little technical difficulties, trying to get our things together. Um, But we definitely hope that you like it. If you have any questions, concerns, please feel free to leave comments. Um, Please feel free to ask questions. If you have any topic ideas that you want to talk about, we are open for discussion. Um, like I said, there's no judgment here and thank you for tuning into Sex, Drugs and Relationships Laboratory with Project Star. Whoop, whoop.